fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Final try for the touchdown. Welcome to the Fantasy Fullback Dive, brought to you by the good people at the Roto Street Journal, paving your way and acting as your lead blocker to Fantasy Excellence Championships, even starting in mid-February, which may surprise you. Um, You know, I'm your host, Nat The Truth Jones, with me as always, the Wolf of Roto Street himself, and with me, like, I think for the third episode in a row, actually, so becoming a real staple on this particular show. (laughs) CJ, Wolf, how you doing? I'm doing great. I mean, Super Bowl, maybe thirteen hundred bucks richer. Not a bad Jesus. day. We'll kind of gloat about it in a second. Our Super Bowl Fifty Six recap, but a great way to kick off the or at regular instead uh, wrap up the season to go up as big as I did on that. We'll recap it in a sec. Uh, and kicking it off with some twenty twenty two drafts. Not wasting literally any time. Four days. Okay, four days between now and the Super Bowl has happened. We are going to be doing our first draft all together. So. You know I'm itching and ready to go. How about you, Truth? I mean, I'm I'm itching. I love doing the pod with you guys. Uh, I really enjoyed the Super Bowl. And I'm a little intrigued to do one of these early, early, early drafts. Um, there's just a lot of stuff that's still up in the air right now. Of course. I think, I you know, I don't need to give examples of that. We all know it's true. CJ, how about you? How'd you do on the Super Bowl? Um, honestly, I didn't. I didn't lose anything, but I just, I did fine. I mean, I, a lot of our bets did well, but... Um, Prize picks didn't do so well. The the cup long reception hurt me. That screwed up a lot of things. And then um, I don't know. I think the the highlight of my like week now is Matthew Stafford just kind of like laughing at that woman that fell and broke her back. Yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing that we've all learned is hilarious and will generate a laugh like ninety percent of the time, it's a good fractured spine. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. And he got a good chuckle out. Of it. But then he also was like, "Oh, by the way, we're going to pay all our medical bills." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Too too much heat. He, um, just for imagine that he just like he happened to just be looking at looking there at the same exact time, and now he has to pay over medical bills. So right, I know it's true. <laughs> if he had just been looking a few degrees to the right or left, like you know, he'd have saved like hundred thousand dollars probably. <laughs> exactly. um, but anyway, good game. It was a weird game. There was a uh, you know definitely some really good play and definitely some really bad play. I think we yeah. would all agree there was like a long stretch of just really bad football. But there was also some really exciting stuff. And, and uh, you know, we all pretty much got it right as far as the Bengals and the points, right? I mean, CJ, mm-hmm. I think CJ said uh, the Rams and you and I both like the Bengals and the points, right? Yeah. Yep. And right. we all took so, the unders, if I'm not mistaken, right. too, which which smashed as well. Uh, right. My The reason I ended up up so big was OBJ first OJ, touchdown yeah, yeah. plus 900, called that on the show, and Cooper Cup MVP. All of that right. one as well. Um, plus, uh, you know, a couple underdogs hit big. I ended up dab- dabbling in the Yahoo drafts and had the number one lineup. Unfortunately, like 600 people also had the same lineup as me. So we all cut 150K, like a thousand ways. So we all only made, you know, however much, $670 or something right. like that. But hey, I'll still take it. Still a nice payday indeed. But definitely we, we had a good one. We, we predicted T Higgins going off uh, 24 got- and a half. That was a, uh, what was it, 75-yard touchdown that he had there? Beautiful. Yeah, and he was the leading receiver um, in the yeah, game. His, with, his reception yardage was like 66, I think, or 60 and a half. It was, yeah, it was in the mid-60s, and uh, he got 100. 
Um, I said that I thought both teams would allow a fourth down conversion, and I ended up being correct about that. Yep. Um, CJ said slam the under on Cam Akers. He, that, that might be the bet where it's like, you know, if you're right on a bet, you're right. But he was the most right about that of almost anything that anybody said. Oh, and the, the over two and a half uh, guys to throw past. Yeah, that, that we also said that, which we didn't have in the end. We said that would definitely happen. Yeah. I think the answer was four on that, actually. Yeah. Um, and then McPherson, two field McPherson, goals. McPherson, two field goals. That was the one we were all just like, it was at the top of all of our lists. That was like the bet he, of the century. It was the bet of the century. And I want to say a bet that, that I said on the show and made, I mean, really got unlucky. I said OBJ over like 62 and a half yards, something oh, like that. Yeah. I think he had 52 when he got hurt. Yeah. Um, that was That was brutal. I was counting my money. And, you know, happens, you know. But anyway, I feel like we hit a lot more than we missed. I said I liked Burrow and Stafford to have their longest play over 38 and a half. Burrow did. Stafford, I think, what, 35? Something like that was frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did miss that one. But I feel like we got a lot more right than we got wrong, you know. Um, Any any thoughts on the game in general? Like, you know, away from the bets and stuff. Like, what what were your takeaways? What do you think was amazing? What? What do you think was, uh, you know, bullshit? Do you see anybody fall on their face? What do you think? I would say the matchup we predicted would end up deciding the game was the Rams defensive line destroying the Bengals. I mean, they were not yeah, you called that even one. close. And it's just like there, there was no better picture, legitimate picture, to epitomize that than that last play of the game. I'm sure you guys have seen at this point where yeah. Ramsey's on the ground. Yeah. Jamar Chase is just wide open, streaking down the field. Would have been a sure touchdown to take the lead. But Burrow's getting nailed. And that's it's kind of that classic meme everybody was making where it's, you know, Penny Sewell and, and Burrow throwing. And then, uh, you know, they passed on Penny Sewell. And now he, you know, Jamar Chase and he's getting crushed. Uh, and it actually came to life. It hadn't been an issue. I mean, it had been an issue all year, but they obviously made the Super Bowl with it. This was, of course, uh, the, the turning point of that. And so you really, you know, you imagine the Bengals, they have all those pieces there other than the line at this point. So if they make some big adjustments, they could be right back in the Super Bowl. But if they don't fix that, I don't see them winning anytime soon. That's my thoughts. That's I have my biggest takeaway. One, one thing on that last play, was there a chance that Piran could have caught that ball? Absolutely. I feel like it was like right at like yeah. his feet. Like and he could have just like ducked Why out. are you dialing up Piran twice in a row when the game's on the line? <laughs> what were they thinking? Big game Piran. Right. <laughs> what are they thinking? Oh, no, let's God. let's let's run our backup running back right at Aaron Donald behind our awful offensive line on third down. And then well, I mean, I think that was just a burrow desperation. I wanted to say some like uh film nerd. I was like going to T. Higgins, I guess. But yeah. well, a couple thoughts on that last play. First of all, the the for a really good player, doesn't Jalen Ramsey just seem to be kind of on the ground with somebody like running? Uh, he had a free. terrible playoffs. He he gave Evans up 160 yards in the Super yeah. Bowl. It was the most anybody's ever given up in the Super Bowl. As you, you guys remember, can see too, I also just pulled up the draft. We can definitely keep shooting. We're pick 12 tonight, so uh, as we you know, I know we want to keep the Super Bowl chat going. It kind of grounds where this this episode's happening for those of you that might be catching the replay. You know, this is four days after the Super Bowl. So a very early draft. We're pick 12, so we have a little time to shoot the shit. But as we go through the draft, we're just going to be highlighting some of our favorite picks, some of our favorite values as we go, just to kind of preview the show again. But, yes, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Neff. I just wanted to give you guys the heads up. The draft has officially filled, and we will be starting. Quite all right. Um, Yeah, Jalen Ramsey. I mean, do you remember that? Touchdown Mike Evans caught over where it just looked like he practically like <laughs> yeah. wasn't even trying. Um, and then of course Higgins, you know, 
he granted he grabbed him by the face mask and threw him down. But I mean, it just seemed like he was like just crumpled on the ground a lot of times this season on a big play. That's yeah. the first thing. The second thing, I agree with CJ. The, that ball was, you know, somehow impossibly like I thought a co- just a couple it. feet like, away it, from Piran. When it first, when he like flung around, that was like a little like kid on the playground when like a guy like grabbed your shirt and like swings you around. Yeah, and it looked like it like I thought he was gonna catch it cleanly. And then after when I saw the replay, I mean, I feel like he d- he didn't even he, bend down. He slowed up. He yeah. just it was like ah, that looks like yeah. it would be a lot of effort. <laughs> um, yeah. And the third thing is when when. They came at him on that last play. I swear that defense just looked like a bunch of crazy wild dogs. Like they were just like foaming at the mouth, running at him full speed. I think Aaron Donald was probably even like a half a yard offside at the beginning. He uh, might have been, yeah. Right. I should have called that. <laughs> still got to him. Anyway, that was pretty awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Bengals need to spend like all seven of their picks in the offensive line. Yeah. <laughs> Probably like two splashes of free agency. And I, <laughs> I know it's everybody in the world. Oh, wait, it's our, is it our pick right now? Not yet. No. Okay. So, so far we've got Jonathan Taylor, then McCaffrey, Cooper cup, Henry, Jamar chase, Najee Harris, Jefferson, and Tyree kill. So with eight can, picks in, we'll be up in four. Can um, I just yeah. say Christian McCaffrey is number two overall pick is completely bonkers. In my opinion, you make me feel better about my dynasty trade, but, well, what do you think? Let's hear it. Let's hear truth. <laughs> why, I, why, I do I, why do I think it's bonkers? Yeah, let's hear. Be- I, and because I'm probably many, agree with you, but let it how rip. many games out of the 33 regular season games in the last two years has this guy played? Like seven. Is okay, that, is that right? right. <laughs> that, that's the end of my argument. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I rest funny. my case. I, I saw a good tweet. Like everybody seems so willing every single year to forgive him for his quote-unquote injury proneness, and they highlight everyone else. Now, it is our pick. Uh, Javante Williams, Javante Adams, and Diggs have gone. So we have Eckler and Dalvin Cook both on the board. Debo Samuel as well. I love all of them. Do we go go Eckler-Cook? Boom, boom. I think we go horse-horse here. I can't believe Eckler's there. So I'm going to take him. Uh, I I have my top five overall on my big board. I was going to say, if if one or both of you guys don't mind pulling up the big board so we can – I just updated it. Or it should have updated today. Um, oh, if it hasn't so. gone through yet, I'll make sure that goes up after my my next pick. But yeah, I have Dalvin Cook and Austin Eckler both inside my top six. So to get them here at the end of the first round, I would absolutely love. So I'm going to rip on that for just a couple seconds in the sense that last year, the winning and the second place team in the best ball tournaments, the big one they did, uh, best ball mania, both of them went running back, running back first to start it. So they locked up two elite horses at the uh, the position and then loaded up on receivers through the mid rounds. So that's, that's typically, I mean, seems to be the best strategy. I know it's only two out of thousands and thousands of teams and not every single team in the top 10 did that. But the fact that two out of the top 10 did a V2, it, it means something. So yeah, I love going go running back. I've always done that anyways, but just for the, the data to back it up too. So I, I'm all about it. That gets me, you know, I think drafting at this point in the seasons, obviously, you know, I know this is not counting for anything, whatever, but I think it's obviously crazy. And yet getting two horses at the turn gets me a little bit excited. Even, yeah. though it's it? <laughs> <laughs> even, on a, even on a team that's not mine, it doesn't mean anything. Well, what um, about, like, what do you say, Jamar awkward. Chase went five? That's kind of bananas. Like, that's so totally it, is, it actually is bananas. <laughs> not kind of, I was not kind say, of bananas. It's, it's real bananas. Uh, we, I, I was going to – I haven't been on Twitter in a while. I, I take a little hiatus, a little break. Sometimes you just need to clear the mind of all the c- craziness going on there. But I was going to say, and, and I know I'm going to get shit on if I tweet it. 
I think Jamar Chase might be the most overvalued pick in all of fantasy, especially these early rounds, going as the number two receiver. Uh, it's crazy, crazy to me. I mean, yes, he's obviously an insane talent. There's no denying that. Uh, in the, the playoff run he has, I think, is a sign of things to come. Like, I, I do think he's going to continue emerging as this type of alpha. But there was times where a, a solid stretch. I saw this when I was bets uh, with T. Higgins. T. Higgins had a solid, like, eight-week stretch where he was better in fantasy than Jamar oh, yeah. Chase. He's not just going to disappear. From week eight to week 13, Jamar Chase was not – he was outside the top 36 receivers. So that, like, level of just inconsistency – yes, he had the 55-point day, 34, 27. 20, like, he has these monster bluffs. We get that in best ball. Of course, that helps. But he had plenty of games where he was not in the top 36. In fact, 60% of his games – he was outside the top 36 receivers. So, yeah, do I think he's going to be insane? Of course I do. But I also want to recognize, like, the guys he's going over uh, is just absolutely bonkers to me. Um, ahead of, you know, Debo Samuel. ahead, of, And I guess that one's a little debatable because Samuel, you know, had a, such a career year. But Devontae Adams, especially, uh, yeah, get, we don't know what Rodgers is going to be doing. But Tyreek Hill, ahead of Tyreek Hill, we know Kelsey's, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, Mahomes is back. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I know that's just crazy. I wanted to highlight that one. I was ready to, for someone to bring that up, obviously. But, yeah, you guys are all in agreement. Chase there is just nuts. Yeah. T. Higgins just went off the board. I was going to say if he's there with our pick, we should grab him. But uh, oh yeah, he just got snagged. Yeah. Um, um, so where do I have – I don't know if either of you guys oh, – I, I, I got it. I, I got the big board up. What do you I don't know? think – it, does it say 126? Because I thought I updated it today. It might not have gone through, so I'm. One twenty six is your last update. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna re-update it. I'm gonna try to make sure it saves this time. That would be okay. helpful. Because um, what I did is I added rookies, and and that's why CJ, I'm pumped you could join us tonight because you know a whole lot more about this rookie class than I do, and I, I obviously landing spots going to play a significant role into what value these guys have, but usually the best of the talents, as we've seen throughout these last couple of years. Can rise. You know, we hated on AJ Brown and his landing spot, and he's ended up panning out more than okay. But then also Marquise Brown, we hated his landing spot, and he's been eh. So, you know, obviously the landing spots will change how we value these guys. Um, but overall, uh, you know, we got to potentially factor these guys in because there's some value holes. You know, we like to talk about those value holes at running back. We love the them. Cardinals. No, no James Conner, no Chase Edmonds as of right now. They're both free agents. James Conner was a top five running back. You get like a, you know, Brees Hall, Isaiah Spiller, one of those top, you know, two or three running backs that go there. They'll be going in the first rounds of drafts. So that's also something we'll talk about here as it gets towards our pick here. Uh, eight picks away, it looks like, is when we're doing these drafts so early, we want to try to be getting the guys that are going to leap like 30 spots in value. So this is the time to take these risks on free agents on guys who have free agents departing that might not be replaced. Uh, so we'll kind of look at that as we go. We'll talk about some of these things. Oh, it looks like it is our pick. Uh, second, that came fast. I thought it was eight yeah. picks away. You're so, just showing everybody like all this code and stuff. All right. I like uh, going to uh, Deontay Johnson here. Uh, I think it's going to be a see the list upgrade. Again. So we got, we got Johnson, Waller, Kittle, DJ Moore, Ridley. Mike yeah, Evans, Deontay Johnson, definitely. You got to take Deontay Johnson. You can't take Ridley. No. Uh, um, for receivers, we got Cooper Lockett. I kind of like Lockett. I like Evans. Oh um, but you look here. You also have Jones, Zeke. 
Like, I know. I was Zeke, looking at Jones. I was looking at Eli Mitchell. I just, I don't know, man. I know how ugly like Zeke seems, but is, receivers. Is most, is, I know he's only going to last. Well, game we got there, nine seconds. We got to go, uh, boys. Ah, <laughs> uh, I say. Zeke. You guys hate it? Okay, I, I don't love it, but we got nine seconds. We don't want the computer drafting for us. Oh well, it gave us Waller. <laughs> so fuck. Oh no. <laughs> You hey, know Josh, what, Josh McDaniels. I was so just we so all CJ. just learned an important lesson. If you're listening on the pod, you snooze, don't, you lose. You got you got to pull the trigger. Don't don't do code during the <laughs> during your right. Job. You know, as, as entertaining as that was for the people <laughs> viewing live to see all that code up there. Oh, is um, it? Does it show like all the different tabs? It doesn't just stick to. Oh the, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. We, oh. we all saw. We all saw the whatever the hell you were doing. Oh Jesus! I was trying to get the uh, the big board. <laughs> that's, that's rookie live stuff. Live and updated for everybody. So hold on, I'm going to remove this and want to uh, remove the Super Bowl recap at the bottom too. As draft loads in parentheses. Oh God, a little disorganized here on the uh, the street. Yeah, I know. I was I was thinking of doing a nice Instagram clip on that Jamar Chase rant, and then it was like Super Bowl recap. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I guess you. You can kind of have that in there. Still. Play, play in the I school. still think that's actually a pretty good clip. I'm gonna. Um, uh, I'm gonna tell yet. you. So, I, I, I'm a big proponent of auction drafts as opposed to snake drafts. I mean, obviously, snake drafts fun too. I think it's just it's like playing checkers instead of chess, personally. But in auction drafts specifically, I look at somebody like Cooper Cup. His price is just going to be through the roof this year, right? I mean, and, oh, yeah. he, and he's not that would, you wouldn't touch him for that. Right. I, like I love Cooper cup. I had him, I got him for, I think 18 no. or 19 bucks last year, but I'm not touching the guy for 70 or 65. Yeah. It, uh, what do you think? I mean, I know, I, guess, I know I, you're, you're I an upside know. guy. Wolf. I know you, you're a, you chase the stars. I mean, you he's still my have number him, two. as I say, you still have him at two. I don't know if I like that. I don't know who I, would be my number two, but when I saw that, I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, he's still the, – the last update should be saved at this point. So uh, hopefully the big board is updated. We can keep chatting it through. Sorry again. Yep. People I'll check it out. CJ, in a, vac- in a vacuum, yeah. Cup yeah. or Henry? Mm, I, I prefer yeah, it, running back, so I'd probably – It updated, uh, Wolf. Okay, updated. perfect. So that's going to be and my latest. Eckler, Cook, our two picks, and 4-6. Yeah, we that's what I'm saying. I love our start. Uh I don't know that I love the Darren Waller pick. I, I, where do oh, I have no. Waller on the big board? I don't like that at all. Darren Waller, I'm still going down, still going down, still yeah. going down. This I'm going to update him. I Wolf, do like this him is a, a disaster. This is a disaster. I know. We're going to have to do another draft after this. <laughs> yeah, should I just yeah. jump in another one just screw this draft already? Um, I don't I know if we should do another one live. And Cook. Now I do think though CJ and I am going to bump Eckler up. I don't. I obviously. What what number do I have? In Darren that? Waller is number sixty nine on your big board. Yeah. So I'm. We just burned our board. our corner pick on him. That's yeah. just you know that's inexcusable. Zeke, meanwhile, sitting at twenty seven would have been a much better pick. Yeah. It, there is obvious. I am going to be bumping Waller up. Yeah, not you have, um, we took him. You have Waller behind Pitts actually. Yeah, I'm going to be bumping him up as you mentioned, CJ. The McDaniel's. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen him obviously like, yeah, we've had some years as the Patriots fans with just no tight end presence at all, but also we've seen Grok and Waller is, you know, McDaniels does make the most of the talent he's usually presented with. I do. I could see Waller having himself a huge season. It does save us from having to worry about tight end later too. I just don't love it where we got him. So 
I, you know, I, I wish we had gotten like a Zeke, but you look here, like Jones, I, I think some of the best, I know this podcast is about value. So let's talk about some of these earlier round values. So like the first four rounds, one, I've gotten Dalvin Cook now in 80% of drafts. I think everybody's, I don't know what people are worried about. He's going number two unanimously last year. He, every game he was out there had great numbers. Uh, you can get Alexander Madison round 11, 12. And now that the drafts give you up to 20 picks, I think getting both of those guys. So we got to be targeting Madison and just locking up the backfield. Yes, it's a new offensive coordinator, new play caller. We have our draft pick here, so we'll make this. I really actually like Michael Thomas. Um, I know that sounds insane because we don't know who the quarterback is. We They just got like a new head coach, Dennis Allen, who's not a, a an offensive play caller. But it seems like things have smoothed over is about the latest reports there. Last time he played a full season, he set NFL records. Am I nuts? Should I not go Mike Wallace? I mean, uh, Mike Thomas. Is he nuts, CJ? Uh, he might be a little nuts. <laughs> I think he's, I think he's but I'm just lo- looking at the board, though. I'm not seeing much else. I mean, Hunter But the good news is if time runs out, he's going to be the guy that automatically gets drafted. We anyway. went in. Wolf's playing the Robodope here. And I hi- I'll highlight another receiver I like. Here. Renfro, yeah, that's I, like. I was just looking at. But, but we don't want to do we want too many are we, Raiders here? Are we just going to be like the <laughs> – just stack McDaniel's offense? I think we stack up. Yeah, so we got to get Derek Carr later. That's how these teams win is stacks, honestly. Um, You look at the – Gabe Davis. I love Gabe Davis. So what I'm going to do is start queuing up guys that that we like here. Um, The the talk of the show was supposed to be values. So we mentioned (laughs) Dalvin Cook. So much for that. Everybody's worried about this new offense, but Kevin O'Connell, you look at the Rams, like they they have had great success. He comes from the the Todd Gurley days of – Sean McVay, when Todd Gurley was the number one player in fantasy for multiple years. It is that zone running scheme. They're already used to it. I mean, the Eckler pick, I just don't even understand how the hell he fell to 12. That's just mind-boggling to me. Um, My number four, as you said, Truth. So both of those guys, especially Cook is the one I keep seeing fall. Um, I couldn't believe that. Love those guys' early values. Let's look at like the board, and you guys can kind of highlight any picks you like, too, from the the early rounds. I'm just going to try to make it. I don't know if I can make it. I'll tell you what, they – they go DK uh, last pick in the second round. That seems a little generous at this point. So we can talk about some overprices too. And I agree, DK. Definitely. I love it, uh, but I mean, come on. Right. I think Debo at fifteen is a nice value. Um, I, t- I, I know. I was. Turn. I, I wouldn't have minded. Yeah, took him at thirteen. That would have been fine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just those two running backs were too tough for me to pass up. I think those are great values. I mean. Nick Chubb at pick 20. That seems like a decent value. Where, where do I have Chubb on the big board, Truth? I will tell you. In Probably right second. around 20, right? I think 20 is what I recall. It's actually 16. Yeah, so a few spots, uh, a good value there. What do you guys see, make of Jalen Waddle here at 23? Oh, I, will, I love him so much. <laughs> I do too, but is 23 not a little early in your opinion? Yeah, it's early in my because opinion. I don't know, but after did you see the video of Mike McDaniel, like how horny he got when he brought up Jalen Waddle? Okay, yeah. but let's look at the guys. <laughs> let's look at the guys taken directly after Jalen Waddle. Let's all right in a vacuum. Uh, Wolf Waddle or Metcalf? Uh, I'd rather have Waddle than Metcalf. Actually, okay. Waddle or DeAndre Hopkins? That's close for me. Uh, probably Waddle. Probably Hopkins, still Waddle though. I feel like Hopkins would be done. Well, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I'm, I want us to look at it objectively since he seems high to us. But let's compare him to who's going next. What about Waddle or T Higgins? So I would say Waddle over them. The one that stands out to me as a really good value is Keenan Allen. I, you know, mid third round here, Keenan Allen. I'd have him above Waddle. Uh, Mike Williams is a free agent, probably. I bet you like some stupid team like the Giants overpays for him. Just oh like sure, the Gi- uh, that's a great call. Oh, and he's gonna, <laughs> he's he's gonna he'll, he'll be on the Giants. 
He'll play like seven games next year, maybe. Guaranteed, yeah, yeah. right? Seven games for the Giants. From and in one of those games, he's going to get like 160 yards him, and three touchdowns. Him and him and Galladay in one game are both going to combine for like 250 or something. What about right. uh, what about David Montgomery or Waddle? So I prefer probably Montgomery, but he seems like a big touchdown regression candidate and doesn't like. I thought Khalil Herbert looked like as good for multiple parts of the season than David Montgomery did. Like who knows what this new coach is going to do. I, I guess it, it seemed, it, it just struck me waddle here, but the more you're, as you're doing this, right. I know why you're doing it. It's like, okay, maybe it wasn't that big of an well, And also let's, let's <laughs> right. And also let's keep in mind uh, in this draft, Josh Allen got taken mid second round before waddle. So, I mean, really, and we I don't agree nice. with reaching for quarterbacks. So, you could maybe even make a case that Waddle oh, was shit. a little bit too low. <laughs> it's already back to our pick, too. Oh, Jesus. Um, um, what so Raiders are on the board? I what I what Raiders liked, are I would have liked Knox here if we had Yeah, no kidding. Waller. I would have, too, but we already have a tight end. Garrett, Garrett I think we go with one of these running backs. Clyde, Connor, or Kenneth Walker, the top rookie. Toss a name out. We'll go one of them. Not Clyde. I, know. Um, I hate Clyde. Let's go, yeah, to upside. Uh, touchdown upside with Connor. Connor, yeah. Let's hope he goes back. And now we have another pick here. Do we go what? after uh, this Garrett Wilson kid, CJ? Is he worth oh, it? I, I love Garrett Wilson. but I'm um, completely deferring to CJ on this. I have no idea. Uh, I like getting I, the receiver here, and I like him more than yeah, um, him over Bateman, What's the best receiver on the board except Robinson, for him? Robinson, Beckham, not, not anymore with the ACL tear. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to go Wilson and hope yeah, he lands. Yeah, let's go Garrett Wilson. He's okay. pro ready, you know, as you were saying, CJ, the best route runner of this the class. The best route runner in the class, yeah. He's right away, he's gonna be a day one starter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gets drafted by the Raiders, I'm sure. So now we have more Raiders. No, that there. is that is Jameson Williams right now. This is the type of thing that this is this is something I'm always reminded of. Oh, we got Brenfro too. Yeah, oh yeah. That's all right. Okay. I, this I, is, I, it's I, the type of thing. The Waller pick, even though this means nothing, it's the Waller pick's just gonna be like a rock in my shoe for the rest of the night. <laughs> It is how it until, goes. It really, really bothers me. Hey, until, until next, until next Thursday's draft, right? And yeah, we're, exactly. we're, we're gonna, yeah, fans, we're gonna be running this back. I mean, we should just keep doing this like every Thursday. We should do this every we week the plan. until the season <laughs> until we're like such a finely oiled three man drafting team that like nobody's gonna be able to stop us. We are into the mid rounds, but just to highlight, like, too, as we, we're talking about some of the values. Um, I mean, again, Waddle seemed like an overpriced, but as you said, Truth, the more you were stacking them up to the players going after him, I was like, okay, I get it. I do think some of these, like Aaron Jones and Zeke going late fourth, that seems bonkers to me. Like, Well, Zeke we were not- ready to snap up one of them with the like first pick in the fourth or late. That's what I'm saying. Last like, third, right. And, and, and maybe we should have gone Dobbins there. Um, Who went like, between where we picked Waller and where those guys started to go? What guys went in between there? Because so I'm surprised they lasted Moore, that long too. Dobbins, Kittle, Ridley, Herbert, Evans, Lockett, Cooper, Aaron Jones, Etienne, and Zeke. So to Kittle. me, the standouts there are Aaron Jones and Zeke. And I get they're like kind of ugly. Like Zeke just was horrible and Pollard was better most of the year. But this guy also finished he's running back six with a torn MCL for most of the season. Like – that offense scored the most points in the NFL. If Zeke comes back healthy, ready to go, they still have a couple years on his contract. They're still going to be riding him into the ground. So I, I think Zeke is maybe the single best, best value in fantasy right now going the end of the fourth round. Like it, it, it's all unsexy, but unsexy upside. Think about like Fournette, James Conner last year, right? Like I know those guys were going even later than the late fourth, but 
that's because they were unsexy picks that ended up just being in a perfect situation. To me, Zeke's going earlier than them, but it reminds me a lot. Like if Zeke's running back five, running back six last year, again, running back five this year, and you get him at the end of the fourth, like I don't think that's shocking at all. Is my take yeah. insane? Like what do you guys think? No, I like that a lot. No, it's not insane. I'd have to look I, at I everything just, I don't a little think, closer. Do you think in a regular non-best ball draft that Zeke would ever last to the fourth round? Probably not, but like it's not that different. Best the best yeah. picks are still the best picks. Like I think people overthink like best ball, you gotta get this XYZ, this type of team construction. Like stacking's yeah. important, yes. Uh, you know, there are some strategies you have to do in best ball to just really separate, but the best picks are still the best picks. And, and does Zeke is Zeke the next girly? Maybe he does hit that cliff. <laughs> like he could be. Um Aaron Jones, though, too. He's younger, he's fresher. Well, like, yeah, Dylan looks good, but Aaron Jones is going to have plenty of 25, 30 point days. Is Tony Where Pollard is still on the board? Tony Pollard probably is still on the board. Yeah. Oh, no, no, he's, he's gone here. Um, where did, um, oh. where did Devonte Adams go? Adams went, to be at first. He went first round right before us. Yeah. Pick 11. Right here. Let me tell you yeah. something. Uh, the fact that Calvin Ridley got picked 15 spots before Eli Mitchell is just utterly disrespectful in my opinion. I think so. I was just going to say truth. Eli Mitchell. I know you're an Eli Mitchell guy. You think I am an insane value here at 57. Yes. Don't <laughs> you? Do. Yeah, absolutely. You? I mean, I'm just like, I'm, I'm way more blown away by that than I am by the running backs that we were able to get 12, 13. Just, I mean, just as far as the number of spots after where I think they probably, I mean, I peg Eli Mitchell for like a 26 to 32 range something like mm-hmm. that you know I, I i think the guy's really great i really do 100 where's, where's our guy raheem moster is he gonna be a free agent this year i don't even know no he's not a free agent he's still under contract this year with the team um that's the one and not most necessarily the one rub with mitchell is a different running back has been the number one score for the 49ers for five straight seasons so there is this like history but it does seem like the, the way that shanahan rode him when he was healthy like twenty one plus touches in I think ten of sixteen games. Oh, and it was like it was like the second he stepped back onto the field, they're just like here's another twenty. Touches. Right. And, yeah. And there's the and there's the usage and there's just the eye test. You've seen this guy, right? Doesn't yes. he just look electric when he a hundred percent? And he's strong. He dominated the playoffs. He was unbelievable. He had five catches in the last game too. So the guy can catch as well. I, I absolutely agree. Like Mitchell's one of those guys. I think people are worried he might not be the starter or be back. That into would a be game. dumb. Who would they have to get for him to not be the star? And, and outs, outside of Mostert, those like Hasty and all those other garbage running. Garbage. Jeff, Jeff Wilson, they all suck. <laughs> they all suck. And, and, and we'll try to will go down if he, if he even <laughs> comes back, right? So, yeah, I'm with you. I think Mitchell 57 might be – I was saying Zeke's the value of the draft. I have Mitchell two spots below Zeke, and he also went 11 picks later. So I, I love this Mitchell pick. And Again, we're talking about guys that we could see jumping 30-plus spots. I think, we're, uh, I think we're on deck, by the way. Are we on deck? Okay. So, Who's on the board? Who's on the um, board? Yep. We are there on deck. We'll highlight some more values in a second, folks. I mean, Ooh, Patterson's Patterson. fallen this far. I love – I've been getting him in every draft. I know another rookie, Olave, he's, he's an OSU boy too, right, CJ? Both, both Ohio State boys. Um, we could Christian go with both. Kirk. I wouldn't want to – I wouldn't want to double – I'm really interested where Kirk's going to go in the offseason. I'm gonna go. Oh, yeah, I'm too. gonna go Patterson here. I think I would definitely go Patterson with the first pick. I have him about fifty spots higher than this, so I have. <laughs> right. I have him in a hundred percent of drafts so far. Two of these early uh, best. Okay. Uh, so we'll talk about go, him in one of the best values. Go down, I would have liked Fry yeah. here, but again, scroll yeah. down. Scroll down. Oh, we are. We're set on tight end. Don't worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> which is actually a comforting feeling. I don't hate Ramondre, but 
I, you know, TJ, I'm going to yeah, go double cool. two rookies and just take take the stabs at it. this early. Like either of those guys now end up as a, a true number. Look at the the way we've seen in back to back years from Chase to every single season for like three straight years we've had Waddle. a top ten rookie in the top Waddle, ten fantasy right. receivers. So, yeah, I think Waddle finished like wide receiver twelve or something too. Right. So any of these guys with with you know, lousy quarterbacks throwing to with them. lousy quarterbacks. So even landing spot as long as it, they landed an open depth chart or somewhere where at least there's going to be volume up for grabs. I imagine one of those two end up being mm. steals. So I think you're right. Again, talk about Olave is, Olave is definitely like a blow up best ball type of guy where he's kind of he was always like their deep burner. So yeah, I was gonna say so give me the details because you're obviously a big OSU guy. What can you tell me about Garen Wilson and Olave? Wilson is like the as you talked earlier, like the NFL ready, the best row runner in the class. He's just like he's so smooth. He makes I've seen some people on Twitter be like, Oh, his tape's boring because he's always open by like five, like five yards on every play because he just yeah. breaks ankles. <laughs> the corner will be like like five yards away from him. They'll be like, Oh, he's so boring. He doesn't like make contested catches. But he doesn't have to. <laughs> and speaking of speaking of guys who are always open, and we, we were talking about the Super Bowl a little bit. What do you think of uh, that play near the end? I mean, obviously they're just throwing a cup every single play at the end. Not they. Matt Stafford was throwing a cup every single play. Think of that play in the end zone, offsetting penalties where the guy got speared like right in the helmet, still uh, caught the ball, uh, was oh, yeah. clearly concussed, and then went back to him like two or out of the next three plays, caught another mm-hmm. touchdown. That was such a whip it out type yeah. thing. I mean, that was yeah. just so that last work. that last drive but that stafford throw i think i've watched it twenty five thousand times when he the no look the no look <laughs> oh, <Yeah. God. laughs> middle of the field <laughs> complete psycho play His, yeah. he and they they said this on the broadcast so this is not like a super hot take by me it's like he's almost robotic in the fact that he always looks the other direction first like he's just <laughs> like oh, i'm gonna throw left so i'm just gonna look right for about a second and a half, and then I'm going to throw left. And yeah. once they said that, I started paying attention to it, and it's true. He does it, like, every single play. Yeah, the, the camera view, like, from the end zone was incredible. It completely, like, wasn't – I think he looked a couple once the entire thing. Right. Yeah. And yet the um, ball ended up there every single time. What do you guys think yeah. about OBJ going first, first pick, ninth round here? Uh, is that a commentary on injury? You have to think his think stock so. would have been quite a bit higher than that. But, I mean, do we know anything about the extent of that injury? It looked pretty serious. Yeah, it was an ACL. It torn ACL. Oh, it was? Oh. Yeah. His second. Yeah, second I would have. So, now, where we went Garrett Wilson, I would have 100% locked in OBJ had sure. him not torn his ACL. The way but he, he, he wouldn't have lasted. He'd have been gone before that. I'm positive. He might have been, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll comment on some of our picks, too. But, CJ, bring it back to Garrett Wilson, too. The, the way you talk about that, I just love – when people are like, oh, he doesn't make contested catches, that means he's so open he doesn't have to. Like, yeah. I, I hate when people even, like, I have the best contested ball rate in, in college football. You couldn't separate from college corners. That's a, yeah, that's like, a concern. Like, like, like Nikhil Harry had a great contested catch rate. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. yeah. a perfect example of it, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, so, he has. He has. There's, there's plays like if you – there's like this pitcher of when he's a true freshman against Clemson in the Fiesta Bowl. And he is like 18 years old and he has to be like 50 inches off the ground <laughs> making a catch. And um, Olave is like their, their deep ball player. He's he's going to probably run like low four, fours, I'm guessing. And he's just, he's so consistent too. They're both, they're just great players. Yeah. Did you so think that Harbaugh, did you think Harbaugh um, was going to go to the pros, CJ? Or did you think I did? And then Michigan? it's hilarious that Michigan just extended him. <laughs> he was yeah, like, hey, fuck you guys. I've like maxed out my time here. I'm going to go. 
right. for the Vikings, and they're like, oh, we're going to choose this like old backup quarterback for our new head coach. I feel like he beat Ohio State like one time. It, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if he if he goes ten years before he beats him again. Exactly. And then Michigan's yeah. like, oh, all right, boys, we're, we're on the clock here. For okay. the first pick, I'll let it sit down so we have a little time to talk strategy. I am going to take Carr. Quarterbacks have gone at an who el- Who else is there, though? What other quarterbacks are there? I just want to see who else is there. Trua, Mac Jones, Zach Yeah, we're Wilson. taking Derek Carr. We're yeah. taking Carr. We love that Waller Renfro stack. We need the stack anyways, right? So yeah, yeah. we're going to go Carr. Okay. I, do we double down? And also, I do actually kind of like Tua in this new offense. Um, we don't have to go two QBs, but it wouldn't hurt. Because we're probably not going to get another one, uh, even halfway decent, and Man. Carr's not that great. So we could either go him or we could go this intriguing rookie, Kyron Williams. Um, the rest go, of these I'd picks, go, kind of I'd go Carr and the intriguing rookie personally. Okay, CJ, you like Kyron, the Notre Dame back? I mean, I don't really, honestly, I don't really care about any of these running backs this year. I like Bruce Hall. Kenneth Walker, and that's better. Yeah. But well, shit, hey, why not? We already have him. We're, we're fucked. We're already with him. We're, we're taking him. I, he hey, was we're, just asking as a courtesy. He's already on the team. We've signed him to like a four year deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't. I'm not crazy about any of these guys. <laughs> Locked in. Look at look at Julio down there. Uh, you know, remember how everybody was like, "Man, Julio <laughs> could be a difference maker." Julio down yeah. with the the Russell Gages of the down ones. there with Lavisca Chanel, <laughs> another di- another difference maker. Yeah, so exactly. many difference makers. I, see, I think. I like Van Jefferson to blow up this year. I like they, Van of this list. I like Van. Especially. Uh, well, you guys should have said something sooner. <laughs> um, but let's let's go. So now that we do have a little time between the picks, rather than Nat talking about random shit from the Super Bowl, let's talk about oh, some I'm, of I'm, us. So, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no. I, I'm kidding. It's, it's tough time to fucking. Trying to keep game. the conversation moving here. Of you course. Know, just but, trying to do my job. No, no. I'm, I'm fucking with you. Let's talk about some of our favorite. Uh, Values though too. So we talked about some like mid early mid rounders and like Aaron Jones and Zeke. I think both of those guys, even if they're you know at their floor, obviously Eli Mitchell, you highlighted. I think that was a great name to toss out there. In terms of receivers, we already took Renfro and and I think we all loved him. We all agreed. I mean, this guy was top seven down the stretch of the second half of the year. Once he finally started getting used, had like thirty point days, had a fifteen point floor, and now he gets Josh McDaniels for ten straight years whether it was Edelman, whether it was Welker, their receiver in points per game was top 10 in fantasy. So I love Hunter Renfro, what he could do in the slot under McDaniels. He is every bit as as shifty and gets open and even more like a red zone presence, it seems, over these last couple of years with that rapport with Derek Carr. I I think Renfro was an an absolute steal, even if they draft a rookie high, even if they go for a big, you know, maybe they do reunite Carr and Devontae Adams and then Renfro does take a decent hit. But unless that's what happens, nope. I love Renfro. I think he's a, a huge steal. Did you guys agree with that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'd have rather taken him than Waller, who we got two rounds before that. Yeah. Honestly, I have him on higher on the big board. So, again, Waller is a pain in the ass. But as you can see, like tight end really does suck too. And I am going to be bumping Waller up with the McDaniels. Potentially he becomes the next Gronk. Yeah, that pick sucked. Maybe maybe Kittle there instead would have been nicer. Um, but in terms of values too, I thought you know, Connor here – Yes, he's a free agent. If he goes back to the Cardinals and they don't really go big at running back anywhere else, he was the running back four this year. We just got him at pick 84. That's the type of value. Like if he signs with the Cardinals and by, by midseason and they don't draft anybody in May, he'll be going pick 23, right? So, you know, the, we just got a huge deal there. And Patterson as well. That's another pick I wanted to highlight. 
So I know we're talking about our own team a lot here, and we'll look at some other picks that you guys might like. Yeah, we're, just, we're just jerking ourselves off here. Um, <laughs> Matt, you know as good as I as well as I do, Patterson was a stud for at least oh, half the year for you, right? Absolutely. No, I, I love the pick. This is this is one of the picks we've made where it was an obvious one when I saw him on the top of the list. Yeah. Um, my I, Here's a guy that I don't know if he's been taken or not because I can't see the board, but uh, is Jarek McKinnon still on the board? I, I love McKinnon lately. Speaking yeah, of Reddit Street Journal, uh, guys. That, oh, you know, man, he went literally – that's funny you said that. He literally went as you talked, said his name, yeah. Jarek McKinnon. I just – it occurred to me, I was like, you know, when when we had the opportunity to take Clyde and CJ and I were both like, don't take Clyde. No. Um, yeah. And it's part – I mean, it's like I think McKinnon's better, just like I thought Daryl Williams was yep. better than him most of the time. And Daryl Williams is a free agent, so what if like it is just Clyde and McKinnon? I think McKinnon's one of I the I think best. McKinnon probably – well, I mean, you know, it's hard to get too confident. Oh, we're on the We're clock. about to be out. So uh, I'll, I'll finish Jesus. that thought later. All righty. So we got to make – we'll, we'll be – now that we know how the drafts flow, I actually really love Cedric Wilson with uh, – we got – Yeah, he's a name? stud. Gallup, a free agent, and in the when he's the the starter as a three, third receiver, he's crushed it. So I'm going to go Cedric. I'm just making the executive call here. Okay, <laughs> to go Cedric. I absolutely honestly, love I him. feel, I feel, I don't know if I want to draft him, but I feel the same way about KJ Osborne too. Uh, he's going to dip a little bit with Thielen back. I get what you're saying though. Thielen will be back, but Thielen's been getting dinged up. I like Osborne. I also don't hate going Zach Wilson when we only have Carr I hate here. It. I hate it. You hate Zach Wilson, so yes. maybe we go Osborne then. All right, we'll go Osborne because I do like Osborne as well. It's like what what you know what's it going to cost us to just end up bottom of the barrel quarterbacks? It's like at what point are you going to be like, oh, we could have had Zach Wilson, the quarterback of the New York Jets? Because we want I would, someone I would take a I'd take a shot on Jameis. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd way so rather Jameis than Zach Wilson. And I know CJ, you mentioned Malik Willis is like a kind of a rushing quarterback. Uh, yeah, he's he reminds me of Hertz. I think he sucks in real life, but I don't know. He had like a really good Senior Bowl that like. Draft Twitter was like jerking themselves off about. Um, <laughs> I mean, big game. Played, Matt Ryan's still on the board. He played at Liberty, so he didn't play anyone. And then he, I don't know. I'm not a fan of him. I don't like quarterbacks that can't throw the ball. Yeah, no. Man, I, I also don't like quarterbacks that can't throw the I, ball. I think one takeaway for me is we always preach our waiting on quarterback, and it typically works well in these best ball drafts. So you can see quarterbacks in Burrow fifty, Lamar Jackson forty nine. I have those guys at like 70 in, in the 70 to 90 range, right? So, like, I typically wait. Trade Lance 64. Like, come on. I think it what? makes sense, though, to get Trade Lance in. 64. Yeah, insane. Uh, there is that tier of, like, for me on my, my big board, I'm trying to think of who exactly it is. I believe it's, like, Russell Wilson. Trey Lance is in that tier. Um I'm going to pull up my big board real quick. They got Jalen Hurts going 104. Now, Jalen Hurts, I don't like – I agree with CJ. He can't throw. But, I mean, the guy has established he can score fantasy points. Jalen Hurts went 104? That's an insane – and and I know. And Trey Lance went 64. Yeah. That's my point. It's like Trey Lance is like Jalen Hurts, except he's never proven that he could do anything. I think think that's a huge name to toss out there as one of the best values. Um, Jalen Hurts is probably one of my favorite picks of the draft right now. I think people are assuming maybe they trade for Watson or uh, you know Jalen Hurts gets moved somehow. And if he does, maybe he'll take a hit. But either way, the way he runs, he was a top 12 quarterback more than anybody last year, yeah. more than any other quarterback in the NFL. He was a top 12 quarterback. I, I think that's a great value. And that's kind of the tier, like whether it's Wilson, Jalen Hurts, Rodgers, I would not put Fields in that tier. No. Watson, if he's playing, is obviously a tier above that. So I don't mind the Watson pick. But I think Hurts – that's kind of where I want to get my quarterback in future drafts. Like that's the cutoff for me. So, you know, looking back, 
probably should have gone Hertz or a quarterback where we went, Garrett Wilson, whether yeah. that was Russell Wilson, whether that was Jalen Hurts, um, mm-hmm. Stafford was there, you know, that they could have all been it just quarterbacks have gone really fast. I'm not comfortable with Carr as our QB one, even though no. we have, you know, Waller and all those guys. And McDaniels apparently does love him. Like he wants to sign him to an extension. Right. But would you be feeling but, better? Would you be feeling better right now with Zach Wilson in your back pocket as a backup? Honestly, what, what if the guy does take off? I don't know. He can run a bit. He can throw. <laughs> what, if, um, what, do you, what do you think is more likely? Jameis putting up big numbers or Zach Wilson just taking off like this? Well, yeah, and we're, we're going to be going after Jameis despite the injury. We're going if after Jameis. We're going after Jameis. Um, I love the 64 He's going to be starting somewhere, whether it's New Orleans, whether it's Tampa. Sure. Know. I love the I 64 we, 65 pick on the board uh, where they went Trey Lance, Mike Williams. Call, <laughs> call me nuts here. Uh, okay. I don't hate getting Gronk. In the off chance he does play, he's been already lobbying to go to Cincinnati and play with Burrow. Um, really? Him and, him and Tom have turned into such like LeBron. They're such boars. I, I, I love can't it. stand them. I hate it so much. So, my, my a, play here. Stand for. All right. We, we are up. So, we got to make our pick. They are like uh, LeBron. What I'm thinking is I don't hate going Jameis. We could potentially go Jameis and Malik and just lock up three QBs and hope at any given week one of them is killing it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if go Gronk. Start, though. He's kind of a project. I don't know. I also yeah. like Sterling Shepard. I think he's one of the best values this late. I haven't yet to pick now. Time. Go Jameis and then Shepard. You guys like Shepard? What are your thoughts? We have 30 seconds on Shepard, so we have time to decide. Do we go Malik and get a third QB here, or do we go Shepard? I'd kind of go. I think Shepard or Gronk. Yeah. All right. We. I've had, still, I think Gronk will still be there in two rounds, though. Wolf. No, yeah, he's right he's here at pick five. He'll be gone. He's not on a team, though. All well, right. I guess he. I guess he's on Tampa technically. We'll go Shep. Shepard. Shepard will have a, like four sick games that will maybe win us some weeks. Right. Yeah. He. That, um, speaking, of, he's got to be in the unsexy Hall of Fame, right? Unsexy. I mean, this year was obviously a disaster for him and and pretty much all the Giants, but. Dating back to, you know, I, I tweeted this out millions of times and then he just never got himself healthy. So it ended yeah. up being useless. But there was a while where he had like eight straight games in the top 15 receivers and eight catches, just a steady peppering. And now you get Brian Dable there and obviously a, a better offensive mind than they've had since Jason Garrett was fucking there. So I, I could see all the Giants being intriguing picks, especially Shepard. And as yeah, obviously to, Tony, you know, more exciting, more electrifying, but Shepard's been just nice and steady for years. Um, let's just try to, so we already talked about some of our favorite picks, um, okay. and to kind of like recap uh, a few of them in the middle rounds, we loved again, Zeke, Aaron Jones to start off those middle rounds. Uh, Eli Mitchell at 57, a complete and utter steal. We love Renfro. I really like Brandon cooks, a top 12 receiver, top 15 receiver by the end of the year. Cause he got hurt towards the end, but much of the season was top 12. And that was with utter complete garbage, whether it was Davis mills or Tyrod Taylor thrown to him. You know, if Davis Mills is the worst case, he, he gave him 35% of the targets. So that's your worst case. Best case is they upgrade and get someone actually decent there. I think Cooks and Gabriel Davis here. I, I was going to say, am I crazy to think Gabe Davis at 68 was a great pick? I think both of those are absolutely. See, but do you, I feel like by the time we get to July that Gabe Davis is going to be so overpriced. And mm. I just, that's going to be the guy that like people are taking in like the fourth round. Of course. <laughs> it's just gonna be, I think you're right. About right now, though, CJ, no, who in these early drafts? I think both those receivers, Cooks, Davis, yeah. and also Renfro, one of my favorite mid-round receivers. Any pushback on any of those guys? 
No, I actually agree with you on all of them, yeah, believe it or not. You know who's, who's tricky to me is because I love him is Amon Ross St. Brown, the number one scoring receiver in the fantasy playoffs. But like they're bound to draft two to three receivers, maybe sign a big name. I don't know about him at 52. I feel like that's like the highest his value is ever. What big name would, would go to the Giants? I mean, the Lions. I'm, if you throw enough like, money what, at Godwin, Adams, you throw enough money, you never know who could show up there. Adams is not going. I don't care. Adams is not going to the Lions. Come maybe on. Maybe not. Love Godwin all coming off an injury? Maybe not. No. I, I can see so. like, like Christian Kirk going there. Yeah, that's the type <laughs> of name, CJ. I agree. That's the type of that's, name we're that's talking about. Like Christian Kirk Either Christian. somebody coming off a horrific injury or someone like Godwin. Christian Kirk. I think Godwin's is going there. We'll see. Uh, I well, do want to highlight coming off a bad injury. I have I have Singletary and Harris both inside my top sixty. They both went seventy six and seventy nine, like respectively. It, Singletary seems like a risk to maybe lose his job to a Spiller, a Brees Hall, a Kenneth Walker. Maybe they do draft a running back early, but if not. Number two running back down the stretch behind only 91 here. Rashad Penny, a free agent, but should he go back to Seattle somehow miraculously stay healthy for even half the year? I think that's a steal between Harris, Penny, and Singletary. I mean, Harris, I don't think the Pats make any moves, and they fed him all year. So mid-rounders, I, I really like uh, the, some of those names we just tossed out. Is there any other picks, either whether you disagree with those or any other names? I mean, Robert Woods, if he comes back healthy. Um, I loved our James Conner pick. We already talked about him, but any other names you guys see kind of as I scroll? Wait, we're, about, we're about to be next. Yeah. We'll, we'll who's, pick on the, who's on the board, Wolf? Um, Wentz, <laughs> Goff, Mayfield. Oof. Uh, well, we already picked our, our two quarterbacks. Are we sticking with two? Yeah, let's stick yeah, with We two. might need to take a third just because Do we need a running uh, tight end, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, Goff's – I mean, Gronk, Brevin Gronk. Jordan. I actually don't hate Brevin Jordan. He had a few nice touchdowns this year. Uh, we got McKissick. So I, I'd like Kenyon Drake to maybe go with our stack. Of, Ooh, I do like Kenyon Drake's tomorrow. I, I kind of like Kenyon Drake, especially with – as you. I think you posted about this week, CJ. Uh, McDaniels, Pepper, and the, the running backs, right? Like mm-hmm. that That could be intriguing. Um, what do you guys think about Hamler? Especially if Rodgers – I know they're saying Rodgers is probably going to stay – in in Green Bay, but what if he he's does such go? a tease? What he is, is wrong with he's, him? He him and Adams are just going to return to Green Bay. It's going to be another all for nothing year. I'm they're going to they're going to go Jordan, twelve and four. They're going to get knocked. We need a backup tight end. I'm going to go Brevin Jordan, and then we'll figure out the rest. Um, Why don't we? We could have cuffed Waller with Foster. No, we don't want to cuff our tight end. Come on, if if Waller gets hurt, we're losing. We're not going to win anything with Foster Moreau. He's useless. Maybe he's, he's on the list of guys, you know, we should just make a list of guys next season, like a, so just, a running list. Don't, as it's don't going. talk about, <laughs> well, we don't talk about him by the end of the year, but during the year, we try to talk ourselves into him at some point, you know, I don't know if Bro could have a big week. <laughs> just like, probably not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we, we, we'll do like the fool's gold where it's like, like, um, well, who's that? Who's uh, Jeff Wilson? Like we can't oh, talk God. about him once. Next uh, I'm not talking about him once. Every <laughs> single week. Trying to pursue him. Jay Ajayi. Um, Jay Ajayi. Yeah. So uh, looking back at our team too here. All righty. And so looking at some other picks. So now we're looking at like the later rounds. So we're talking like 10 and beyond. I think Melvin Gordon could easily end up as starting running back. He still yeah. looked pretty good. So getting him yeah. there. Chase Edmonds. Like, again, this is the time of year. Yes, they're all sketchy and up in the air. But any one of those guys, if, if Connor's gone and Edmonds does re-sign with the Cardinals – Suddenly, he we, the one game he had without Connor there, 
if you remember, it came in week 14, the fantasy playoffs for week 15 on uh, Christmas Day, I believe, actually. Two touchdowns, Monster Day was the running back three that week. So, you know, Edmonds, huge upside for this type of round. I do like t- taking stabs on these rookies as well. Uh, Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, because we talked about, we alluded to value holes, right? Like, what if one of them goes to the Bills? So already the Singletary, like, goes down to the tubes and one of those guys vaults up and one of the top offenses in the league could be amazing. But what if one of those guys goes to the Cardinals, we keep hyping up whether it's Edmonds, whether it's Connor, what if it's neither and they get a rookie would be a monster. And also Miami Gaskins, the starter there, they bring in McDaniels who has coordinated some of the best run games we've seen with the 49ers the last three years. Uh, any of those spots get a good rookie or good free agent. And they're going to be a top 25, 30 pick. So that's why I like taking stabs on these Gordons, these Edmonds and seeing, you know, which one might end up being a starter. Um, any thoughts on any of those guys or any other names you guys are seeing? Kind well, of I was just guys? looking at – I know we got hurt, but J-Rob going 100 picks after ETN's been much. I think ETN's one right? of the world for you guys. I'm with you. Oh, totally. Totally. Like I, I, 100 picks after? <laughs> yeah. We, we'll do, we can do a whole separate pod on, on overvalue. Today we'll just focus on the positives, the, the values, so, right? The Jarek um, McKinnon at 151 I just think is such so, a steal. We're on late round stabs now. I love McKinnon. And I love the guy who went right before him, Carson. You know, Penny's a free agent. Carson was the starter. And over the last two years when he's been the starter, he's been a top 15 running back over 70% of the time that he's played. I mean, I hate Carson in general, but at 150, I love him. Why not, right? Yeah, neck injury, extremely sketchy. I actually kind of love this pick by Barry and Brady at 221. What if yeah. he does come out of retirement? They're already talking. What do you guys think? Back. What do you guys think about Brady? What do you think of the the sashaying around him. the town square that he's doing, CJ? <laughs> I cannot stand that guy right now. <laughs> like as we <laughs> as we talked about before, him and Gronk. I, it wouldn't surprise me if he just like danced his way until like the playoffs. He'll be like week fifteen. He'll just come into like someone will get hurt. It's probably Kyle Brady. He'll come off the couch, win a Super Bowl. Just, yeah, I can't stand that guy. Probably. Um, our pick's about to be up. So then we'll look at the board and we already started talking about some of our late round picks. Jimmy I love um, here. I don't hate going Guyton if he falls to us as like the, again, Mike Williams is potentially gone. He takes over that Mike Williams role as the deep threat. There could be yeah. a, a couple 20, 20 point days in his future. So I think Guyton is very intriguing to me. Zay Jones, who just went, I was going to say, we already have car. We could keep our Raiders stacks going, mm. but he's gone. So I like Guyton here. And I like taking a stab at another quarterback, whether it's Goff, whether it's Garoppolo, someone who might get us some points. I don't I, hate this Juwan Jennings kid. Either. What about Daryl Williams? What about like free Garoppolo. agent Daryl Williams? I'm hold on. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go lock in Guyton because I really like him as a late round stab. And who are you talking yeah. about, Nat? Well, Daryl Williams is still on the board. He's a free agent, but I like Jimmy G also. His yeah, best like case is signing. I, I like going Jimmy G. Let's get another. Especially, I like I like that smoke of him going to the Redskins or whatever they are now. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's uh, Commanders. Are you trying to get us canceled, dude? What's wrong? With you? Yeah, come on, <laughs> asshole, racist, jeez. Uh, but I think we do need qu- of anything on this team. We need quarterback help. So if he's starting for the the, the Commanders with McLaurin with all those weapons. And then can, there was another name when you when you had the draft board up where uh, yeah. Curtis Samuel. I'm, I'm just I'm just imagining Garoppolo there and just feeding Curtis Samuel for yeah. For I think Curtis Samuel is one of my favorite late rounds. Where let's find where he went. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. It's one fifty three. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's. How long think, do you think it's going to be realistically before uh, Commanders just kind of rolls off your tongue easily? The Washington Never. Commanders. I hate it. I think it's. Stupid. I loved. I, I turned. I love the football team. I actually did too. I wanted them to stick with the football. I got team. used I know, to. I it. get. I get why they changed the name, but I just kind of thought football team was funny. In I terms think, of what, tra- about, um, what about Kendrick Bourne going right after Wilson? Yeah. He's probably the Patriots receiver one next year. No, so he went actually right before. I, I love Kendrick Bourne right here. I was going to say, so in terms of highlighting some picks, I think from Carson McKinnon, don't know much about Pickens. You probably know more CJ as a, as a rookie guy. But I do like the Samuel call. And Gus Edwards here, I mean, he, he injured himself in preseason, so he's had a lot of time to recover. And when him and Dobbins were on the field together, there wasn't a whole big discrepancy. I believe it was like 20 total points between the two. Dobbins is going round three. Edwards is going 154. I, I think Edwards is looking like a nice pick right there. Um, as is Daryl Henderson. Like, Sony's the free agent. And he, in the Super Bowl, we saw he, he was pretty involved. Like, he played almost as many snaps as Akers. Like, Henderson at 160. I, Man, I think they didn't want anything to do with Sony in the Super Bowl. Yeah. do with him. He's a free agent. He's going to um, This is the last pick where, of the draft. We can kind of take look, our time there. I was say we can look after, but where did Akers go? Uh, too too high. Go too high for sure. He went like round three. So I'll pull what? up the – so we can kind of see their picture of everything. Um, so I'll, I'll look Akers. He went 34. Ahead of Gibson. We almost got Gibson at 36. Ah, shit. I want to see the draft board. Um, I hope they let us go back because I wanted to kind of analyze. You full draft. Here we go. This is what the people at home want to see. Technical difficulties. Now, here we go. Well, the draft finished, so it wasn't (laughs) technical difficulty, asshole. Um, All right. (laughs) So we've talked about some of our favorite mid-round picks. Um, We'll have to maybe make a list and make a post about it to summarize it all because we kind of yeah, ran yeah, yeah. and bouncing all over the place. But in terms of some, some – we did mid-rounds. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anybody else we, like, skipped over. I mean, I, I, Woods at 81 if he comes back fully healthy. Depending on A-Rob, where he lands, like, I know he, how bad he was. Um, I know you guys hated the Hilaire. I mentioned him here when we went Garrett Wilson and James Conner. But with Daryl Williams, a free agent, like, would you be shocked if Hilaire has 10 touchdowns next year? Completely shocked? A little. A little bit. If he, enters, know, he, looked, he looked decent in the playoff. He looked decent when he came back from injury. I mean, he looked decent. I mean, a lot of this stuff with these running backs, it comes down to staying healthy, right? In 17 yeah. games, if you told me Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was going to play 17 football games, uh, no, 10 touchdowns wouldn't surprise me. But right. we should, like, take a look at, like, say, the starting running back of every football team yeah. on week one of the season and how many of them, what was the average number of games missed for these guys? Right. Th- then, you know, when, once you chop that 17 down to 11, yeah, then I'd kind of be surprised if he scored 10. Honestly, so I what I want to do is take my two running backs to the top next year and then get their handcuffs in like round eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just I, I'm all about handcuffing now. I'm pissed we missed out on Madison. And so I was just, as I talked through like the Hilaire best case, so Williams leaves and the Hilaire stays healthy, but McKinnon was their pick and better for the playoffs against the Bengals. He started the game. He was looking east. He's the pass catcher. So Williams is gone, and it is just McKinnon and, and Hilaire. <laughs> 70 picks later, McKinnon. I, I mean, that's that's one of the best picks of the draft. We talked about Daryl Henderson as like a late rounder we like. Um, 
Isaiah McKenzie's a free agent, and anytime he's been used, he he really pops. So like, that's kind of intriguing. But what I do wonder you, if I wonder yeah. what Beasley's contract situation is, and if they just like cut him or whatever. And he could McKenzie be a cap win. casualty. He's under contract next year, but it's actually like at a decent price, and I think there's very little penalty if they cut him. Is what I was reading. Um, yeah. So if they resign McKenzie and cut Beasley, and Sanders is a free agent, right? So one Davis again, like we we keep talking about Davis, but keep bumping him up. But then McKenzie, if he's a third receiver, that's a pretty electric like three there with Josh Allen. And you know, people talk about Dable being gone. Is that going to really negatively impact it? Well, they promoted their QB coach to Allen almost was like, this is the guy that's really the, the key to my success. So Ken, I, Ken I, I love that offense again. Yeah. Um, I do like, at 177, not, not terrible given the injury risk of McCaffrey. I mean, he had plenty of top 12 games on volume alone. I like the Khalil Herbert pick, given how good he looked in a new coaching staff. Maybe they go there. I love Byron Pringle. I, I mean, he really emerged their number two. Does it stay that way? I don't know. There's a lot of linkings of elbow in the Chiefs. So Pringle, there's a good chance he gets taken over as the number two. But if he doesn't, 175 is a great price on him, in my opinion. Antonio Brown at 198. Why not, right? Free agent could land as a number one somewhere, probably out of the league. But if not, a good one. I found myself landing a lot of Alan Lazard um, on the assumption that Rogers is back. Adams is probably back, but what, Rogers probably won't go back there if, if Adams is not there. So we can't really even imagine a best case for Lazard like as the number one with Rogers. That wouldn't happen. But even as the number two last year, down the stretch, he had five of his last ten games or five of his last eight games rather. We're in the top 20 receivers. So Lazard had some really big games, big play guy. I think that's a great steal. Um, what about him versus MBS who went before him? What are, you, what are you guys' thoughts on Lazard versus MBS? I'm always an MBS guy over Lazard. You I know. I know. I, I, just, I agree. <laughs> I don't really have much of a case for it, but I'm with CJ. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know why. It's just like the, the, the big play abilities. I don't know. I think Lazard like, should have done something by now. I think they both should have done something by now, but – I think yeah, just that's like a that, fair, I mean, that, you know, yeah, playoff, you could say like that, that about playoff, the playoff game. MVS was out, and what did Lazard have? Like one target, two targets, maybe. It just with the Packers. <laughs> if Rodgers is the quarterback, I don't think he trusts him. And it just, I don't know. I just yeah. don't really care about either of them. To tell you the truth, <laughs> you know who doesn't treat me though late? Keyshawn Vaughn. I mean, hasn't done anything in his NFL career. We get that, but Fournette and uh, Ronald Jones are both free agents this year, so. Best case scenario for him is both of them are gone and they just, hey, this was our our second rounder not too long ago. Let's see what he has for a year. Even if it's a shitty quarterback, even if it's a shitty situation, he could be a potential starting running back at 184. So I think he's an intriguing name, as is Justin Jackson. I mean, he had a 30-point day in your fantasy playoffs. Something happens to Eckler. I wish we could have had him. Um, mm. I love our picks here, though, Shepard and Drake. I, obviously, we're going to love our own picks for the most part. I don't know how I feel about Osborne. Like, I, I think that was a little bit of a reach, but I, I like Shepard a lot. I love Drake for the reason we talked about is McDaniel's next potential James White. He, he was a PPR stud for four or five games till he got hurt this year. So mm-hmm. I, I could see him having a big one. Do you guys see any other names? I like Gronk. I like Everett too. I mean, he had, he had a, a top 12 finish to the year. I don't know. Do you guys see any like really late names? I mean, we're, we're talking picks like 200 to 250. Do you see anything mm. that's like popping up to you? And as a talent, I really like the Ernest Johnson. Love that call, Matt. He was, uh, you know, if so, there's one speculation that like Hunt might get moved. 
So automatically, if he goes to the number two role, bam, that could be crazy. But we saw it. That's the type of player this late. Where, where the hell is Evian on this list? He's 239, I think. 230 fucking nine. That guy had multiple top five games this year. He has only two of them. It doesn't matter. He's in your lineup and he's killing it for you because of the scheme. Like that, betting this late, yeah, right here. Holy shit. 220. 220 right? Actually, betting, we should we should be ashamed that we didn't take him. We should be. I didn't uh, even didn't even think of him. <laughs> didn't yeah, we took Brevin Jordan. Ugh. Like yeah. I we should absolutely be ashamed that we didn't take him. Cause that late like this is the late rounds here is often when it does pan out to bet on scheme. You know, Darius, is he that good? Eh, maybe not. But he had multiple 25-point days when he had to become the starter. So if something happens to Chubb, something happens to Hunt, does it seem unlikely? Yeah, I guess. But it happened this year. Multiple top 20. I love Dearness Johnson as a late-round toss, uh, late toss-up. <laughs> late uh, night. So <laughs> late la- <night>. last, <laughs> my last one would be James White at 236. Is, you know, there's a lot of potential there. We're linked up. I was going to say that's the only other one I wanted to highlight. Was uh, can, you, can you take the best late-round stabs? It's covering a few names at the bottom. I can't say. Oh yeah, let me. Yeah, there's some Mike. Somebody was it a good yeah. Mike or a lousy Mike? That was Mike Davis. That's Mike. That was a lousy Mike. Okay. <laughs> that can, is a you can put, you can cover the names again. <laughs> yeah, cover it up. No, you don't want to see this. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I mean the. Let me see. Yeah. No one, honestly, much. like like Tom Brady is <laughs> probably the best one there is. I love one. that stab. Honestly, like yeah. the more you think about it, what if they do coax him out of retirement? Like that's an insane. That was like that was like us doing like the Deshaun Watson thing, and like I, I picked Taysom Hill at the end of a lot of rounds too last year. There's as good of a chance that Brady plays next year as Deshaun Watson, and Watson went pick 100. If both, if either one of them's on the field, they're a top 12 quarterback. So, yeah, I, I mean that's <laughs> Brady's an insane pick right there. That that kind of woke me up to that. I'm gonna have to write him down, but. I agree now. You know, it only was three or four games, but White was getting peppered by Matt Jones. That, and- that was what ended my season in my league is, uh, you know, I, I White going out like in the first quarter of a game and being out for the year. I, I was so confident in him uh, as a backup in case McCaffrey got hurt or something like that. It really killed me. Yeah. I, I think he's a great name to toss out here. He's a free agent, but I, James White's not playing anywhere else, like is he? There's no way he's gonna go sign somewhere else. He's either no, he's already he was on pace for like 90 targets. I think mean, he'll definitely stay. He probably he probably only has another like what two or three years left in there. Yeah. yeah, I think the Ernest, I think James White, both great names. I actually love this pick here, Blake Jarwin. Uh, we have what's his name, Dalton Schultz. Obviously, had an insane year. He's a free agent though, so in the off chance he leaves and they don't have anyone else. Blake Jarwin will step right into that role that made Schultz. I don't think Schultz is all that special. I think he was just in a great offense that gave him some solid usage. Blake Jarwin's a better athlete. A year off of that surgery, a year healthier. If he becomes the Dallas Cowboys starting tight end at pick 232, I don't know. I don't hate that one. <laughs> Am I nuts? You're not nuts, but I think there's uh, more exciting picks that we've already alluded to in these last yeah. couple of rounds. I also do – I know he sucked in the Super Bowl and we talked about – but he, as a free agent, Sony Michelle, when he was a starter, when he got meaningful volume, mm-hmm. he looked really good. If there's a – again, we're talking about off chances. He picks 200. But if he goes as a starter somewhere, Sony Michelle could have – even if he's a backup but then ends up starting at certain games, we've seen 25 – he was the running back four of the fantasy playoffs. Like – that's another he's guy. Still, he's still only like 25 years old, too. He's young. He showed better pass-catching ability than any people gave him He's more explosive than he was in New England. <laughs> yeah, so I think he's another name 
to uh, add to this late round list. I don't know if either of you have been taking notes while we talk here. I'll try to uh, look at the draft board, maybe circle some of the ones, and we'll write them down. I think there's a lot of good names to shout out here. Um, Zay Jones actually had a really good end of the year too, so he's he's one last name. Whenever he gets used, he seems to do well. Hopefully so. Nelson Aguilar is cut. Yeah. yeah, right. I'm sick of his fucking ass. Well, look at you rekindling my interest kind of in uh, fantasy drafts in mid-February. Yeah, talk about picks 223. You're, you're I know, I'm sitting here, here telling you who I think is a steal in 19th and 20th round, and we're kind of on the same page. Wow. <laughs> we are. It's, we're very linked it's, up. It's a sickness. Hey, Jamal Jamal Williams, one of the better handcuffs. Hey, not bad at all. We got uh, not a ton of comments, as usual in the offseason, but a few people <laughs> wow. coming in the Just, just the real sickos. The real um, sickos. Right. The, uh, Giuseppe says, fellas, hope all is well. Tunes got a buddy of mine to join up on underdog with promo code RSJ and he loves it. Thanks to yeah. uh, if you use the code RSJ uh, underdog, we'll give you a hundred percent deposit match. Uh, do it. it. It's a lot of fun and you can make some real money. Yeah. We were a little uh, rusty tonight. We didn't really do our uh, whole beg for likes, our, our whole sponsorship stuff, but well, it's like standing there on the street with like panhandling and there's nobody on the street. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's like, there's no it's one walking by you. So you're not holding the cup out. It's like 15 degrees outside. It's, right. like during, it's during COVID. Everyone's in <laughs> Right. Exactly. Right, I just man, picture like a smoke cloud just, driving by us and like slush <laughs> splashing on us as we're just like shaking with our can. Please. The street please, corner please, used to be super slush. busy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we got Kevin anyway. Rice. We got all the What's legends. Up, Thank you, Tunes. Up, Kevin? Someone, someone to sign Anthony up. Anthony Okay, here's an actual question: Chase or Justin Jefferson? Full PPR. Um, actually, if you're watching this episode, uh, there's a pretty good rant on Chase uh, by the Wolf of Rotor Street himself. I'm assuming you would take. Oh, Jefferson actually, back. could you actually? Can you bring up both? Like, put the question at the bottom, and then I do want to see the top, like where um, Acres went for some reason. Do you want me to pull up the uh, the draft here? Yeah. All righty. So, and what do you want me to show from here from this like question? Where, uh, like Acres, Justin Jefferson, like that, that area. Acres. All right, so we'll scroll. Chase. So, yeah, where did Acres enter this conversation? Um, <laughs> no, because I, was, I, was, I asked it earlier. I completely forgot about it. Yeah, but he answered you. I just don't remember what he said. It was 34. So, Acres went 34. 34. Jefferson Acres went here. seven. Chase went five. So, I, my answer is pretty easily Justin Jefferson. You look at. Again, Kevin O'Connell now becoming that head coach. Who was he with before? Cooper Cup, the Rams. What a great season he had. Uh, again, when I make these type of connections, I obviously know it's not like a one-for-one one slide and Jefferson's going to beat the Cooper Cup and succeed. Jefferson's just every bit as good as Cup, in my opinion, though. And if Kevin O'Connell has seen how it worked with Cup, wouldn't be shocked at all if he does that with Jefferson. Even if we erase that, just assume Jefferson does what he did this year. Aren't we like if Chase does what Jefferson did this year, wouldn't we be very happy with him as a sophomore if he takes that type of leap? I think where Jefferson's getting or Chase rather is getting drafted is people are assuming like a historic Cooper Cup style season. What, what is Cooper no, Cup gonna people, have to do before everybody before people are always like, well, so and so? I mean, he's as good as Cooper Cup. What would Cup have to do for people to shut the fuck up about that? Exactly. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> right. Nothing. I, I I do and I don't mean that as disrespect to Cup. I just it's more I think Jefferson's as good. And maybe uh, Jefferson's insane to me. I think Chase yeah, is good. Like Cup is Cup is great. They just used him. That scheme was insane. How wide open he was so many times. Yes, that's a, a product of his talent. I mean, but I also think that rapport with Stafford, like everything, it was the perfect storm for Cup. And I think that's all in place for him to do it again next year. None of it's gone other than O'Connell. But I think McVay's really the one calling the plays. I think I, a big thing with Chase is that like he's cool. 
Yeah, <laughs> he's cool. Honestly. He's trendy. He's yeah, set. he like he does like sick end, end zone dances. He's like fast. Right. He game breaks. He puts up like random two hundred yard games. It's like that. He's like he's just like in right now. He's definitely he's like cooler. The, the cooler Justin Jefferson. They're like the same <laughs> thing, but cooler. Definitely Jefferson does a great pretty. I love Jefferson. Yeah. I, I'd rather have. I know we were kind of ranting here. I'd rather have Jefferson. I'd rather have Tyreek. I'd probably not Diggs. I might go Chase over Diggs, but Adams. I'd rather have Adams. Um, Adams what about Debo? Would you rather have Debo or Chase? That is so tough. Like, gun to my head, I think I take Chase just because of okay. all the factors CJ is saying, like the sex appeal. But Debo has plenty of it too. Like, is there anybody yeah, more sex. fun? Debo picking up Debo at the bar. Come on. Oh, Debo would be so fun to pick up at the bar. Yeah, He'd be such a spark plug, so versatile, does every position well. <laughs> <laughs> every position well. He's, right. he's thick, too. He's like a 225. He's, he's a thick he's boy. Thick. He's a thick guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but I go Jefferson myself. What about you guys? Jefferson versus Chase. Jefferson. I go Jefferson. He just yeah. seems more like consistent, it seems. The Chase hype is, is out of control, in my opinion. And I, I do love the player, but I think he is the single most. I've done a few of these drafts. He's gone top six every single time. Just insane to me. Like I, I think that is way over don't, the top. Don't I mean, you think I had him last year and I didn't love him? Like he, I didn't. Yeah, have, yeah. Well, it's because I didn't make the playoffs. So it was useless to me in the playoffs. <laughs> so like what he did, it didn't matter. But like my regular season, it wasn't. That great. Exactly. I had him and Higgins in every single week. I was like, which one do I play? Which one do I play? And I always played the wrong one because I usually went with Chase. So right. Yeah. I, it, I mean, they get great offensive line help and all that. Like they're. Certainly, he has the talent. We saw the leap Jefferson took. He was a great rookie. He took another step forward this year. Chase will take a step forward. Like We we can't keep looking at his last year's stats and be like, look how inconsistent it was. But there are going to be days where Higgins has better games than him. Well, Higgins is really good. Let's like let's yeah. not – Higgins isn't just some guy. He's he's really good. He would 100%. be number one on most teams, I think, yeah. or on a lot of teams, certainly. Absolutely. Right. Um no, so I right. yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. I think we all agree. Chase is a little bit overvalued, no it matter is. how great. What about a, um, Gibson going 35? One of the best picks of this draft. No, but then like what, what before him, like the Montgomery, Saquon, Acres, then Gibson. Do you agree? You hate Gibson? No, I would flip that and go like Gibson, Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Archie, I would have Gibson Akers, over every single player that went in the third round. Yeah. I would have Gibson over Metcalf, over Waddle. Um. Over yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I, I like, I like Gibson end of the second round, I, or very, very beginning of the third. I agree. He had um, as Denny many twenty-point <laughs> games as Jonathan Taylor over the second half of the year. Denny Jennings says, "You draft like me when I'm drunk." Time's up. I get he was on, he was on us when we drafted Waller. Yeah, okay, Denny. Yeah, <laughs> we. I mean, we we deserve that. Also, I was thinking as far as uh, players you're picking up at the bar, Cooper Cup is like someone you pick up at the bar, and they're he's, he's nice looking, like definitely nice looking. Not like the best looking you've ever no. seen or anything. Went like to that, a good school. Nice looking, really. but does everything so well. Everything. Like everything. Oh, yeah. Like everything. rocks your world Comes. at night, makes you the best breakfast you've ever had yeah. in the morning. Yeah. You, you yeah. put drives, a ring on Super Cup. Drives, like, drives, Cup drives one you know. That, that's drives like goes Mercedes and like yep. goes to see your parents. and like, Right. Like around. goes and like gets you groceries and yeah. like fills them up with stuff. <laughs> and just, just an absolute – you know, animal in the sack and then makes you feel good afterwards. Like, right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Just does everything. Well. All the intangibles. And, yeah. You want a kid with them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Co- Cooper cup. Every, everything about that. Yeah. If like your ex calls, like you'll pick up and just like, and like, you know, tell him no, that he's not talking to you. Like, yeah. 
run interference. Uh, Dave says, hey, guys, who's ready for the NFL combine? Oh, yeah. It sure. gives us Why not? Just random data. Let's watch some men run around. Barrington. <laughs> hey, now last last podcast, this guy's name was uh, Ford Dickerson. Ford Dickerson such a good name. I know. Blake Barrington's not bad. I, the bot names are great. Blake I know. Barrington. Seriously, we Ford should just Dickerson. start jotting we're, down all the best. We were one letter names. away from like a funny comment, too. Yep. Yeah, come, come today. <laughs> Dan Glander, last but not least, Chase worth keeping for a late second or pay nothing for Gainwell, keeper league, Gainwell. half point oh, PPR. I'm going Chase all day. Yeah, yeah, like, of course. What's Gainwell going to fucking do for you? Yeah, absolutely, Dan. <laughs> you got to hey, keep Chase. You can pay nothing for Gainwell, which is yeah. right around what you would pay for him anyway. Exactly. Um, that's, that's what you're paying anyways. Chase will probably go mid to late first, so you're gaining some good value there. And if he blows up and has a historic season, which is well within the realm of possibility. I mean, you're seeing here, Glander, he's going top six in every draft. I think absolutely mm-hmm. late take second it. for Chase. No. Right. We, 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 there was plenty of Chase hate from us here, but uh, no, you take Chase there. I have, I have him 10 overall. So I'm, I'm like hating on him at five, but you're hating on him because, because later. it's gotten a little out of control. But we love Chase. Let's be honest. We really do. And just who he's going, it's more the opportunity class. The guys he's going above to me seem a little insane. That, that's all I'm getting at. That's good. Um, Awesome. Well, that was, that was a fun draft. That was, that was a good time. Uh, talked about some values. I think maybe next week we do one and talk about all the picks we hate. <laughs> Just to keep doing drafts. I love it. Um, fuck Darren hey, Waller. We, should, though. We, had, we had such a good draft going until then. We should see if like Denny or someone wants to come on to a draft. But. Glander says our chase hate had him <laughs> laughing. <laughs> good Glander. Uh, we we love him though. We I mean, certainly we hate him, but we we actually obviously love him, Glander. It's um, mid February. We gotta have some hot takes. We gotta you know. It's hard getting people yeah, asses need, in the season. Yeah, we need we need to get some clicks on Instagram. Right? Is it not like Glander, the name of someone in Superbad, like the guy like eating lunch with like oh it's Glansberg, right? <laughs> Stephen Glansberg. <laughs> you know what I'm I don't know, about? but I got. I gotta say, I love Superbad. We should talk, we should do a, a one of the Netflix best. party watching oh, a Superbad at some point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Except great. come up with a better title for the show. Yeah. We should. What, what would a good title for uh, a ripoff rewatchable show be? We should come up with that because that's something I really want to do. Uh, we well, were talking about melting into the couch or something like that. <laughs> Getting yeah, that was a long time. It was a long time ago. That was when me and Nate were gonna do a show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then man. we never heard from Nate again. Oh, this is an intriguing addition. I could keep Cup for one eleven. I mean, I have him at two overall. Yeah, is it so? Is it Chase? Uh, I'd probably keep. Or? So yeah, it'd be Chase at. Is what? it between those? Like one or the other, or two, is it like twenty three or something? Two. Imagine if he could keep both and goes into his draft Ooh. with Cup and Chase. That'd be fucking sexy. <laughs> um, if it's one or the other, though, I I think I would take Chase in the second. I might go Cup. Late, if it's if we're it's, talking about keeper league, you think about there's probably a decent amount of first round picks off the board that, like, in your typical first round would be there. Oh, so it's between both. Oh, that's tough. I think I'm going cup, though. I know the value on Chase is nicer, but I don't know. Cup at 111 is just fucking cup. Cup will make you breakfast, cup will make you breakfast. He'll be there. Chase will chase chase is like no chase chase puts his phone down upside down because there's 85 texts going off. Like that is yeah. great. Yes, that's a great call. That's you know, a great that, call. Yeah, he's going right to somebody else right when he leaves you. Yeah. By the way, you're, you're the you're the second you're the second one of the day. You're yeah. or 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 even yeah. lower. Yeah. Um, by the way, um, cup will make you breakfast. Great shirt. 
<laughs> Glander, I want breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> I want breakfast too, Glander. Pop will make you breakfast. <laughs> on, That's a great shirt. Yeah, and, and, he, was in the, and he was in the Breakfast Club. He was yep. exactly everything about him. Cup will make you breakfast. <laughs> Jam- Jamar has his phone face down on the bedside table. <laughs> Things just, I just, from, yeah. just buzzing from like midnight to like, right, he's like yeah he's, he's like what no i don't hear anything what are you talking about go yeah, back that's no but don't worry about that that's, that's none my, of your business that's my grandmother <laughs> oh god uh good stuff boys good stuff that was a fun draft um hopefully there was some value i know it was pockets of random banter in between like actually talking about the values but the banter keeps it going man the banter's the best i know i agree uh so good stuff i we should do. We should do this. It's like a, whether it's the weekly pod or not. We should at least do a draft like once a week and just draft and shoot the shit. I think people will come. I think. I think it's a not a bad idea for a pod, honestly. Yeah, or, or at least a live stream. I mean, it's good stuff. Why not? What else are we doing? We can do the uh, the backyard pick next week. Yeah, we'll do like, exactly the backyard ball, quarterbacks and receivers only. That'd be fun. Um, sweet. Alrighty, guys. Well, thanks again for anybody that whether you were live with us or if you weren't and caught the replay and you're still somehow here. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> the thumbs up does help us continue to grow. Much appreciated. As do subs. We're already over 2K. Love that. But the more, the merrier. You can find me at RotoStreetWolf. I'll openly admit I've not been all that active on Twitter lately. I took a little hiatus. I'm going to get back and going. School breakation coming, so I can definitely get it going again. But you can find all our stuff at rotostreetjournal.com, RotoSTJournal on Twitter, RotoStreetJournal on Facebook and Instagram, and the Fancy Fullback Dad. If you prefer podcasts or need to just listen in one day, you can find all this content in audio form at the Fancy Fullback Dive, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. It will be there for you. Thank you guys so much. Anything I forgot to promote, CJ or Truth? Nah, you pumped it all so. up good. I'm a robot. I got it all down. In a world filled with fancy sheep, guys, thanks again so much for being here. Be that wolf. Later. You still Later. have it all. Now's our curtain call So hold for the applause Oh, oh, oh And wave out to the crowd And take our final bow Oh, it's our time to go But at least we stole the show 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 Second effort, third effort, touchdown! Oh. That's pretty awesome. That's old-fashioned football right there, folks.